welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot, he was a pro. He never made it this far. A competitor. He was very good. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Just listen to the old pork chop express take his advice on a dark and stormy night. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. Where did you come from? From your blood. I'm Groot. You will be. You underestimate my power. He's gonna be the third scariest thing on that train. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Welcome back to the Random City Podcast. It's me, Jimmy, and Georgia once again. It is time to talk about some movies. We've been out to the movie several times this last few weeks, which is the most we've seen movies in several years now. So we saw Shazam, the Mario movie, and we saw Dungeons and Dragons. And I enjoyed all three of these to varying levels. So we're going to talk about each of those today. And I would love to hear your thoughts if you've seen these. Or if you plan to see them, let me know. So first up, we saw Shazam, the Fury of the Gods, the return of pretty much the entire cast. Zachary Levi, Shazam, Asher Angel as Billy Batson, Jack Dylan Grazer as Freddy. And then we have the new people who are in here this time with Lucy Lewis Calypso, Rachel Zegler as Athena, and Helen Mirren as Hespera. One thing, I'll do some minor spoilers. Apparently, one thing I want to talk about was in a trailer, which is really dumb. A cameo occurred in the movie. Very brief scene which was one of the highlights of the movie to me. But apparently at the last moment when the movie was coming out, this was in TV trailers for the, just stupid. I know the movie underperformed financially. Doesn't help when DC comes out and says, oh, we're rebooting our entire franchise. These movies basically no longer count. Oh, we, we're not sure where Shazam will fit in in our new universe, whatever. Not helping your marketing, not helping your, your box office. But... I enjoyed it. I honestly thought Billy Batson and Shazam were a little closer to like being the same character this time around. I um I like I like the villains. Um I mean there's a little creepy factor in part of the the villain situation, but overall I really I really enjoyed Shazam. I liked it. I, there's nothing I would complain about. I assume this is the end of the franchise. I think Zach Levi has done a great job. I'd like to see him get some more opportunities to do other things. I know he was in that Kurt Warner movie not too too terribly long ago, but I enjoy Zachary Levi and, and Chuck and, and different things he's done over the years. He was really great in Tangled. One funny bit that I think was in the trailer was Shazam is talking to Helen Mirren's character about Fast and the Furious, and she is one of the stars of the Fast and Furious movies as Queenie. She yeah, she's the mother of the Jason Satham character Shaw, Vanessa Kirby Hattie, and uh, was it Luke Evans was the other brother from the other movie? I don't... There's a bunch of those movies. It's hard to keep up. The after the credit scene was basically very similar to one we had seen before, which is funny. And that was a good little touch of humor, but I also assume that there's not going to be a third Shazam movie, so it's kind of pointless to have that little Easter egg or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so we saw Mario... The opening day, uh, we went to an afternoon showing, and I loved it. Like, I loved it from the Nintendo logo at the beginning, with Mario and Luigi jumping around, all the way to the second credit scene. There was a mid-credit and a post-credit scene. It's pretty fantastic. Like, it's beautiful. The voice acting did not bother me whatsoever. I know people were making a big controversy. Oh, Chris Pratt, blah, blah, blah. It was totally fine. I, I don't 
personally understand why Hollywood thinks that they have to have celebrity voice actors in these movies. I don't know, like the Scoob movie, for example. Frank Welker has been Fred for, what, 54 years? We need Zac Efron to be Fred. I'm like, really? Do you? I don't think you do. Just kind of strange things they do sometimes in these movies. Charlie Day was pretty great. Like, the other people were just kind of were there. Like, Keegan-Michael Key, you don't really notice it that he's Toad. I don't really know much about Anna Taylor-Joy, but she was fine as Peach. Seth Rogen, which he was just Seth Rogen. I mean, Jack Black was mostly just Jack Black, but I liked him as the villain. He was good. Donkey Kong could get a spinoff. I mean, there's there's lots of potential here for Nintendo Universe, uh, Nintendo Super Smash Brothers Universe or something. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? But this made a huge amount of money, $377 million over the five-day opening weekend. Broke the record for the biggest five-day opening ever. I mean, who knows? I mean, this movie is probably going to make at least a billion, maybe more. Maybe that's on the low side. It hasn't even opened in Japan yet. And I'm pretty sure Nintendo's pretty popular in Japan. So, yeah, I think this is going to go very well for them and open the doors to what could be a freaking awesome stuff. Like, I, I really think that this whole superhero thing is going on for 15 years. I really feel like we're in the stage of Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters was huge for, what, 20-some-odd years before it finally just fell off. And I th- I think we're getting close to that here with the heroes. We can't just keep pumping these out three, four, five, six, eight, ten times a year and expect people to spend their hard-earned money on it. I don't know. It really depends on the quality and the storytelling and the actors and all the things. But at some point, something else has to be popular. We, it can't continue to be superhero, 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 superhero. It just, you know, there has to be a cycle of something else. Like this wanes, something else becomes popular. Just, I mean, that's just, generally speaking, that's how things work. We shall see. But yeah, I feel like the, the Nintendo universe could be one of the next big things. That could be, could be huge. Like, just ridiculously huge if they are smart and they do things properly. A Zelda movie would be great. I mean, a, a space adventure with Metroid. Man, that would be cool. Obviously, Donkey Kong's already there. But Nintendo has lots of different intellectual properties they don't really use. Like in the Mario movie, there was there was posters for F Zero. There was references to Jumpman uh, as like Donkey Kong game that kind of thing. Charles Martinet was in it as just this random dude in Brooklyn. I mean, there's so many little things like the warp pipe to the Mushroom Kingdom was in level one two. Like, there are so many little, just tiny little things that if you weren't paying attention, you, you'd miss it. Or if you just didn't know, you'd miss it. But it was there if you're looking. That was really cool. One of the things that surprised me with the Mario movie was the music. Um, Ryan Tyler's score was fantastic. I really like his um, scores for most of the movies I'm, I know of, that I'm aware of, that he's done. Like, uh, Thor of the Dark World is one I like to listen to. I think he did Iron Man 3. I don't know. He did, he's done several like superhero type movies. I'm sure he's done other things, but those are the ones that I'm familiar with and I've enjoyed those. I wasn't expecting Jack Black to sing, but somehow looking back, I should have since the Tenacious D and whatnot. But I also wasn't expecting the pop music that, that kind of, I mean, I know that it's like a thing in like every movie now, but I just didn't think of that with the Mario movie. But those are a few things with the music that stuck out. Just hearing those old familiar themes get brought up in a more substantial way with orchestra and all the things it's it's pretty great weaving all the different game music together into one cohesive thing was pretty pretty fantastic one thing i'll say here i i collected all of the super mario brothers movie happy meal toys back like three and a half months ago 
And I think it's very sad to me that those were out in like January before the movie. It'd make more sense to me if those were out like right now while the movie is in theaters. I'm not really sure how those things happen. But if you want to see my journey to collecting those, check out my YouTube short playlist of like 20 some odd videos where I was going to, I think I went up, I think I went to like seven different McDonald's on a semi-regular basis looking for the toys. There was five here in my local town and then a couple in a couple other little places. But yeah, the, the, the possibilities are, are huge and it's only been out less than a week at this point. So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, there, this could be amazing Nintendo renaissance, even though Nintendo didn't really need one. The Switch is the second best selling video game console ever. So <laughs> it's doing pretty well. So this is just another offshoot that's massively popular. So congratulations to all those involved. And so one other movie we saw was Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. And I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons player. I find it somewhat interesting just based on things like Stranger Things and seeing some people talk about it on YouTube or whatever. But I'm I'm just I've never played it, so I just don't have that familiarity with it. But even saying that, I really enjoyed what we got in this movie. I like the quest that they went on. I think they had some really interesting characters. I think they did a really good job of building up, you know, who these people are, what their motivations were. Maybe not every single one, but for the most part, it really was well done. Like there was humor, there was adventure, there was not really romance, which is fine. I actually think that's good. The romance in the movie mostly was Chris Pine seeking to resurrect his dead wife but not every movie needs some romance plot line it just doesn't this technically had a had a minor one you know like a b plot c plot whatever you want to call it it was it was very good i actually got a prequel novel on audible i'm going to check out because again i like the characters i enjoyed the story and there's other things out there already building their narrative or whatever dungeons and dragons honor among thieves the road to neverwinter is the name of the book. It's by J. Lee Johnson. It's read by Fred Berman. Narrated, whatever you want to call it there. It's uh, 9 hours, 18 minutes on Audible. Right now it has 78 ratings and 4.5 stars. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I, I like Fred Berman. He narrated some of the Walking Dead books I listened to many, many years ago when The Walking Dead was, was really popular. I think that'll be a good listen. And there's also a story about the shapeshifter druid, whatever her name was. I, don't, I remember the character traits, but I don't, I don't remember the names. Okay, Chris Pine played Edwin. Michelle Rodriguez was Holga. One of their compatriots was Hugh Grant. I mean, it had a good cast. Honestly, it had the, the the younger actor from Jurassic Park and Detective Pikachu. I like him. He's been good in all the things I've seen him in so far. I love the cameos. There was a very brief in the, near the end of the movie of the animated Dungeons & Dragons cartoon people. And then, like I said, I don't have a lot of experience with Dungeons & Dragons. I did watch that old cartoon from the 80s, which was a fun little cartoon. Had some interesting voice actors. Frank Welker's there again, um, as we mentioned him with Scooby-Doo a little bit ago. One of the Happy Days gang was one of the characters. It's just, just random. But yeah, I like that old cartoon, and it was fun to see those characters in live action. Again, I think that was in a trailer, so no huge spoiler there, I don't think. But yeah, it was a good action story. And again, I think it's done okay in the box office, but I really feel like personally that this is a good starting point for a franchise if they come up with good stories and a good adventure for them to go on again because I, I really enjoyed it. The Dungeons & Dragons movie did not have any pop music in it, which is at this point kind of new and different because everything has pop music in it in the last like decade. 
And so they were fighting, and at one point, wow, this is still, you know, classical music, or this is still the soundtrack. How about that? <laughs> so yeah, I, I really enjoyed all three of these movies. If you've made it out to the theaters, if you've seen these or others, let me know. Love to hear what you have to say. So I guess that's going to wrap up this brief edition of the Random City Podcast. And until next time, stay random, everybody.